We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. High school baseball is over, but that doesn't stop us from talking high school baseball because there is a new summer league. It's time for the Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big-time Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the new Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin show brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We're now joined by two players for the Milwaukee Milkmen. Excited about uh, talking to these guys about the season the Milkmen are having. It's their first season. And I got uh, a number of emails and text messages from people that went out to uh, their, their opener here in Franklin or Game 2 and said, hey, thank you. Thank you for promoting this thing. We will be back. It was a great event and uh, family fun, family priced, and really good baseball. The two players that we have uh, with us right now, Adam Walker and Miles Smith. Uh, Adam Walker, you're going to know that name because on this baseball show in the past, we've had Adam on via cell phone. In, in, in the past, he's Milwaukee's own. Uh, grew up uh, and went to Milwaukee Lutheran High School, which is uh Near and dear to my heart since my daughter graduated from there, and she now teaches over there. Adam, it's good to see you. How you been? I'm doing great. Good to see you. Man, welcome home. Yeah, glad to be home. It's yeah, awesome. You can come home, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, that's awesome. Miles Smith, uh, it's nice to meet you. Miles, where'd you grow up? I grew up in Detroit, Michigan. If you could come closer to the microphone, that'd be great. Grew up in uh, Detroit? Yes, sir. Man, so uh, a little different Franklin from Detroit, right? Uh, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, how are you throwing the ball, by the way? I'm doing pretty well, having a pretty good season, can't complain. You know, Man, it's, it's and downs. that independent league, it, it's funny because there's some really good baseball being played in that league. Adam, I'm going to start with you. Um, were you surprised? I know you played a few weeks last year in the independent league. Were you surprised at the quality of play uh, being played in this league? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a good league, um, you know, coming from affiliated ball, uh, coming in, especially, uh, you see the past couple off seasons, some of the guys who aren't getting jobs that you think that they should. So, uh, definitely it made the league even better and it's, uh, it's been great baseball. Hey, can I, I want to go back a little bit and go, if we can, your days at Milwaukee Lutheran, um, look, when you were a sophomore, people started talking about you here, about being that guy and having a chance to go to the next level and play. Did you feel any pressure when you were that age at at, uh, at Milwaukee Lutheran with the amount of press that you were getting? Uh, no, I, mean, I wouldn't say I was feeling any pressure. Um, you know, I think it was more motivating. Uh, you know, it's always a dream since you're little go play professional baseball, but uh, was just out there having fun with my friends and uh, trying to get better at the game and uh was able to go on to college and playing professionally now so. hey uh, you were a multi-sport athlete over at Milwaukee Lutheran mm-hmm, yep yeah what, what what else did you play uh played football and basketball as well 
So a lot of people talked about, look, I'm a basketball coach, and, and some people talked about you on the court a little bit, but on the football field, right, was, was uh, you had a lot of success in football. Did you have a chance to play at the next level in football as well? I uh, probably could have played some uh, D2 football. Um, it was fun. I mean, I loved it out there, but uh, baseball has always been my passion, so uh, I definitely wanted to pursue that and take that to the next level. Hey, Miles, were you a multi-sport athlete? Uh, yes, I played basketball also. Yeah, could you shoot a little bit? I was a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> defend a little bit? I was more of a dribbler shooter. Yeah, you got in the game. I'm a hardened type. Yeah, I trust. <laughs> you know what? I've coached a lot of guys like you, man. <laughs> a whole lot of guys that think they're the hardened type. And they'd come back to the bench and, and they'd say, Coach, I'm wide open. And I'd say, well, you know, they scouted us. You're wide open for a reason, young man. Sit down and we'll, we'll have a little conversation. I don't think I've ever seen a bad shot. No, and you know what? you got to shoot to get hot, shoot to stay hot is what I'm thinking. So, um, hey, Miles, let's talk a little bit about uh, your upbringing. You grew up in Detroit, correct? Yes. Um, and, and did you get drafted right out of high school? Did you go to college? Can you give us your kind of your steps in, as far as getting to pro ball? Uh, so I went to high school, and then I signed to University of Missouri, went to the University of Missouri, ended up transferring to a junior college, and I got drafted out of junior college. And uh, once you got drafted, what, what round did you get drafted? Uh, fourth round by fourth, the Red Sox. Yeah, you knew at that point, school done, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fourth round, we're going, let's go play for, for Boston. Hey, I've had a chance, and, and we talked a little bit about this prior to coming on the air, uh, I've had a chance to go to some, some, some games in the independent league, and they're not under the umbrella of Major League Baseball, so they get a chance to do a lot of things. Which scares me a little bit with a guy like Mike Zimmerman because he thinks outside the box all the time, which is great for the fans. I mean, you go to one of these games, you're going to be entertained not only with really good baseball, uh, but certainly with everything else going on around the game. Uh, do you get caught watching some of this stuff, Adam, or are you just focused on the game? You have to get caught watching uh, some yeah. of this. Um, some of the you know between inning promotions they got going on. Uh, it gets pretty entertaining, so sometimes you got to take a sec to take a peek, see what's going on. It's pretty funny stuff. Yeah, and and you guys obviously know Mike, and he's the owner. And I've had these conversations. He's been in the studio with me a couple of times. That I, I working for him. I'm sure you get text messages and phone calls at 3 o'clock in the morning if you're part of the marketing team because his mind is always going and trying to figure out how to get a better value, how to make it more fun for people. When he was in a couple of weeks ago, I asked him about the team itself, and he said, look, I, you know what? The coach is doing a good job. I'll peek every once in a while. I'll say a few things once in a while, but my main goal is to make this a great event for people here in southeast Wisconsin. And so, Miles, when, when you have the owner talking about that as far kind of staying away a little bit from what's on the field. I think as a player, you probably like that, right? Uh, yeah, because it just lets us go out and do our thing, and it's not really – you don't have to worry about him kind of micromanaging. So it makes it a lot easier to play and a lot easier for the coaches to kind of get us through the game. Yeah, and, and certainly the, the the staff that you guys have are, guy, are veteran guys. These are guys who have been around a while, and they certainly know, know what they're doing. Adam, the toughest part about um, playing in the independent league, is it the travel? Uh, are you used to that by now? kind of used to it i mean uh i mean through college and you know affiliate ball some of that travel is pretty tough uh so you kind of get used to it it's kind of a part of the baseball lifestyle now so uh it's not too bad but you know some of those trips aren't too fun guys i, I also do a show on this uh this the airwaves called faith in the zone and i talk to men and women all over the country that are involved in sports and are willing to come on a secular sports station to talk about their faith and how it's affected their lives and and i'm telling you pro baseball players 
are the are, are the guys that it's the most difficult I think to walk worthy in that lifestyle because of all the travel and all the time away. Um, Miles, you've been through this uh, for a while as well. The travel part, uh, the most difficult part about playing pro baseball for you? Definitely, is definitely most difficult. Yeah, you get you get tired of it uh, a little bit. Yeah, those seventeen hour bus rides. Oh, they kind of get to you. Man, I, I was involved in uh, indoor soccer for a bit, and we had to, you know, take a bus to Canton or take a bus to Cleveland and stuff like that. And and uh, working for the Wave back then was, man, I thought I I'm a front office guy. I'm not taking. <laughs> I, you want to fly me over there? I'll fly. Yeah. But it, that was a really difficult part. Hey, with uh, with the Milwaukee Milkman, it it is an event that uh, you're going to want to definitely go to and, and make sure that you grab the schedule. Uh, go to their website. They've got some home games coming up soon in July uh, that you're going to want to get to. Uh, that first home game uh, that that you had here in Franklin, Adam, it was a great crowd, and uh, you had to be pumped up to be able to play here in front of the Milwaukee people, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, it was a great crowd. Uh, fans came out, packed the place out. Uh, would have liked the weather to have been a little nicer, you know, oh. maybe some sunshine. But you know. it's coming. Yeah, it's here it's now. Coming. Oh yeah, yeah, it's here yeah, now. Yesterday was beautiful. Um, hey, but speak, it was great. Speaking of that, and what we're talking about on this show, in fact, uh, and it's going to fit in. You know, the WIA has eliminated summer baseball here in the state. And, and everybody does spring baseball now. And there were snow, like a number of games that got snowed out. Um, did, do you play different as a baseball player when the when the weather gets warmer? Is it easier for you to play? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it's easier. Um, when you go out there and, uh, you know, break a sweat, that definitely helps you uh, get warmed up, get going. But, uh, you know, it's part of it. You know, you watch Major League games opening day. They're out there. It's cold, but you just grind through it and do three, the best. Three layers on. And yeah. Miles is a pitcher. Um, easier for you when, once it gets a little bit warmer? Oh, way easier. It's a lot easier to get loose, especially as me as a reliever. Yeah. I usually don't come into the game until after the first five innings, so I'm sitting there oh, man. doing all I can to stay warm until it's my time. Hey, what do you guys do back? What do you guys do on the bullpen, by the way? You know, they show, but but guys like me, I always wonder what you guys are talking about out there and what you guys are doing. I, I would assume that... Um, you, you probably move around to talk to different guys instead of sitting next to the same guy all the time. Because oh, you heard a bullpen conversation, you'd be like, "These guys are the craziest people I've ever met." <laughs> it is so random. We talk about anything under the sun, weird scenarios. We talk to fans. We play games. Just anything we can to entertain ourselves until do, it's time for us to go in. Do you does does your mindset stop change come you know after the fourth inning thinking okay. You know, at any time they can call her, or do you, does your mindset only change when the phone rings and, and they tell you to get up? Uh, you start changing during the later innings. Like, you're still kind of conversational, joking around, but now you're getting a little bit more focused, a little more paying attention. And then once the phone rings, it's. And now it's, it's game time. Switch. Yeah, it's time to lock it in. He is Miles Smith, and along with Adam Walker. We're talking about the Milwaukee Milkmen, and certainly go to their their website, Google Milwaukee Milkmen, um, to get their schedule. Find out uh, when you can get out to this beautiful stadium that these guys have built in in Franklin, and uh, go out and see some really good baseball at a great price. We're going to hold them over for one more segment. I've got a couple more questions. In fact, I've got one for Adam Walker that I've always wondered about somebody getting in the in the box, and I. I'm going to ask him that question on the other side of the break. This is the Summer Baseball League Show of Wisconsin, brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
Welcome back to the Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin show brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside two of the Milwaukee Milkmen. In fact, go to milwaukeemilkmen.com for more information. Um, Adam Walker, we, we left last segment. And I, I have a question I've always wanted to ask a big league hitter. How often are you guessing at, at the pitch that's coming, and how often are you just thinking fastball thinking slider so if it's 3-1 and and you you have information this guy in 3-1 is normally throwing fastball are you guessing fastball at that point uh yeah i mean definitely if you have uh their tendencies and you know they like to throw fastballs in certain counts i would pretty much sell out to it um you know try to do some damage on that pitch uh you know you get with analytics and stuff in baseball you definitely can start picking up their their patterns and stuff so you might want to you might want to guess, you know, some people say guess, you know, uh, some people say just be smart. If you know what he's going to throw, why not look for it? Right. Because if you if you guess correctly, you got a pretty good chance at <laughs> yeah, that point. Definitely. Yeah. Are you better fastball or, or off-speed hitter? Uh, fastball. Yeah. yeah. You're much better? You're smiling at this point. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I could turn around a fastball. I mean. If you get in the box against Miles Smith, you taking him deep? Man, I'm just I'm, kidding. I'm, a, I'm not going to try. I'm not going to call. I'm not causing any <laughs> rift between you guys whatsoever. Hey, Miles, um, we had talked during the break uh, how impressed you are with the, the Milwaukee Milkmen and how they've taken care of you guys. And you said, look, better than any of the other independent league teams that I've played on, in fact, better than some of the affiliates. And that's really, um, I, I give kudos to, to Mike Zimmerman and his team and his staff for making sure that you guys are comfortable in taking care of their players because they understand that the players on the field are the most important part of this. And I think that's pretty cool. They do a nice job for you guys. They do. I I really appreciate it. They look out for us very well, um, especially coming from, <clears throat> especially coming from affiliate. And you have other friends that have kind of like gotten released, played affiliate ball, played independent ball, and you've heard absolute horror stories at first. And then to be an experience and be with the milkman and the way they take care of us, honestly, is a lot better than what I've expected, and a lot better than what I've experienced in the past. How, how have and you haven't had uh, much time to spend here in Milwaukee? And I see you hanging out with the Milwaukee guys, so you know he'll take you to Summerfest or whatever you guys get a chance to do in in some of your off time. Um, but so far, your your thoughts on the Milwaukee market? Um, I like Milwaukee. We came here, um, I think, two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, About two weeks, yeah, and had a day off, and we kind of went downtown, ate brunch, kind of explored a little bit. So, so far, I've loved Milwaukee. Good. Well, I'll tell you what. The people that are going to come out and watch you guys play, will, will, especially if you're throwing 95 like like we had talked, man, Milwaukee will fall in love with you. And uh, you come out of the bullpen. You have certain music that gets played when you come out of the bullpen? Uh, yeah, I'm a big hip-hop guy. Okay. So, um, any Detroit native, Eminem. I'm a big Rihanna fan, ironically. That's like one <laughs> it's- of my main walkout songs. Yeah, and that's stay though, right? No. That that song's kind of slow. Yeah. That's the only look. I'm an old guy. It's about the only one that I that I know. So I went to, I went to that. Hey, when you get uh, when you go go up to the plate, you got certain music you like hearing. Uh, yeah, I'm a again more of a hip hop guy. Yeah. Um, a little bit of a, I guess electronic. I kind of I try to mix it up. Maybe maybe some old school every once in a while. And. Hey, do you guys go to Brewer game? Like, if you have an off day, Adam, will you, will you head out to Miller Park and watch a game? Yeah, I'd love to. I mean, if we have time on an off day and we're not traveling, I yeah, I try to get out, explore. You know, even if we're on the road, get out, explore, go 
grab a good meal, figure out what we can do, go watch a game or something. Your go-to to go grab a meal here in Milwaukee, do you have a go-to place? Um, yeah, go home and have yeah, my, go there. Yeah, you go. go home, have my grandma make some ribs. <laughs> Man, that's it. There you go. Where does she? Uh, northwest side near Milwaukee Lutheran or? Um, yeah. Um, about we're about ten minutes from Milwaukee Lutheran. Yeah, I yeah, am north too. Side. Yeah, I'm right off of Eighty uh, Eighth and, and Elizabeth. Okay, so nice. yeah, born and raised or not yeah. born and raised, born on the east side, but we've been there twenty five years. Okay, awesome. Yeah, right from Champ uh, from. Uh, it's a chicken place right down the block. Champion Chicken. Oh, yeah. Right down the block from, from us, man. I stopped going there a while ago because when we first went, first moved there, we were there the whole time. Hey, with uh, go to MilwaukeeMilkman.com. Get their schedule. Uh, take a look at, at what I think is uh, two things. You know, look at ticket prices, which are ridiculously um, just uh, for families. It's it's a really good event. It, it's less than going to take your family to a movie, and you're going to see really good baseball. You're going to be entertained. Uh, certainly between innings uh, before the game, they've got a lot of stuff going on, and and certainly look at some of the uh, the promos that they have for birthday parties, for group outings, and and look at this new park that that the people at uh, the Milwaukee Milkmen have built because it's just a wonderful gift to this area, and to be able to go out and watch this kind of baseball is great, guys. Right now, and I don't want to end this thing on a down note, but right now we got to start winning some games, right? We're, <laughs> yeah, we're doing definitely. okay for a first year team. Mm-hmm. We're doing okay. Uh, but right now in, in your division, St. Paul Saints and Fargo and, and Winnipeg, yeah, I don't mind them being ahead of us. The, the Chicago Dogs, man. I don't want those Chicago boys <laughs> yeah. ever ahead of us, and we're right behind them. Um, starting, to, starting to feel pretty good about where the team is playing, Adam, at this point? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, it's been kind of crazy being on the road down in uh, Kokomo. Right. Uh, so being able to come back to Milwaukee, get settled in, you know, kind of not, we're not living out of a hotel anymore. Uh, that definitely takes some stress off. Uh, unfortunately, lost a couple, you know, one-run ball games. Saw so that. We're, we're in, we're in games. We just gotta. Uh, just start closing them out, and uh, I think it's coming along. So we'll get there. Hey, that first game in Milwaukee Milkman history in St. Paul Saints, the lights go out. There's a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff going on, and it 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 almost was one of those that if I wrote that script for. For a movie, they'd say, "Man, that this can't happen." You're not. You're talking about the first game in the history of this organization. You guys held on and won that one, mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of stuff going on. And I just laughed. I thought, "Man, man I somehow Zimmerman was involved in that." And he said, "No, I had nothing to do with that. Why do you got to tell me that?" So this uh, this league again is is a good league. The best team that you guys have seen so far, St. Paul Saints, you think, or is it uh, the Kansas City team's got a pretty good record in the other division? Uh, I would say team wise, playing like as a team, St. Paul. I would say on paper, Kansas City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, when it, it, last question, then we'll cut you guys loose. And again, at any point, uh, go to MilwaukeeMilkman.com. Take a look at their schedule. Pick a day or two you're going to bring your group out, your family, or if it's just you and you like good baseball, go out and see these guys play. What if 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 a team from major leagues calls? And I don't know how contracts or any of that, depending on who it is in the phone call, Adam, you guys get to listen, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. So your contract, it's and when I talked to Mike Zimmerman, he said, look, our goal is to have these guys. That that's what we're that's what we're hoping that these guys play so well for us that they've get uh, big league teams calling them. Is that is that still a goal for you, Adam? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's everybody's goal. We all want to get back to affiliated ball, get to the big leagues. Um, So. We know we want to come here, uh, get to play, keep playing baseball, and 
pretty much trying out to get back there. But in the meantime, you know, win some ball games, have some fun, go out, great stadium, great atmosphere. And see so, your family. Oh, yeah. Have they definitely. come out? Have they been coming out? Oh, yeah. Every yeah. game. <laughs> I bet. You yeah. got your own little little cheering <laughs> yeah. session. I, I love that. And I hope that continues. Miles, same question. If they call, um, that's kind of the goal at this point, right? Yes, that's the main goal. That's why we do it. We love to do it. And then also it helps the team out if we get picked up. That means more guys want to come because yeah. – they're sending guys back to where they want to be. Yeah, I agree with that. And the arm, no no issues with the arm. You're feeling good. No, not at all. Thank God. Have, have you ever had any issues with it? No, knock on wood. Knock on wood. I agree. Yeah. And maybe it's, look, I used to do the Midwest Orthopedic Sports Medicine show on, on, uh, on here, and we talked about it, in fact, earlier on this show. These guys said we never see multi-sport athletes, high school kids that are multi-sport athletes. You're a basketball guy, you're a football, baseball, and uh, basketball guy. He said it's the guys that just play volleyball by themselves, or in that standalone, or just baseball. Those are the guys we see all the time. So it's good. You're healthy too, Adam. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah? So, you still run yeah. the way you used to run. Yeah, running pretty well. So. Yeah, we'll go out in the parking lot. All right. $100. No, I'm kidding. I'm not betting you, really. I'm old, man. Come on. Hey, I appreciate it. It's really good to see you. It's really nice to meet you, Miles. Welcome to uh, the Milwaukee area. Welcome home, Adam. MilwaukeeMilkman.com. Head out. Support these guys. These are guys that, uh, one, loves the community because he's been here. He's, he's born and raised. The other is really starting uh, to embrace the Milwaukee area. And you're want to get you're going to want to get out there and see these guys. MilwaukeeMilkman.com for more information. Get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue talking to David Casey and Jim Clark. This is the Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin, brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the new Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin show brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside David Casey and Jim Clark. Again, you can look up this league, sblwbaseball.com. We're now joined by the head baseball coach at Waukesha West, been a friend of the show. He's one of the good guys, Chad Montez. Chad, how you been? Good, big time. Uh, glad to be with you guys. Man, we're still talking baseball. That's good stuff, right? It is, and uh, the weather's starting to, to turn here a little bit for us. Uh, we're getting a little bit more uh, baseball weather, and it's uh, exciting to be coaching uh, players here. Um, you know, from March all the way through through July with this new league. Hey, Chad, when when David and, and Jim gave you a call about this summer baseball league of Wisconsin, um, what was your first thought on something like that? Yeah, I was curious. Um, I'm I was intrigued by the idea because the opportunity to coach our kids into the summer and really coach them for four months versus two and and really build um, you know the program the way we want. Um, I was excited about the opportunity. How about the players? The the players that when you approach them and say, hey, "Look, we got an opportunity to continue to play." Uh, most of them. Uh, say hey look I'd love to do that I would assume that some of the guys that play travel ball had some concerns about that yeah that's that's exactly the conversation we have we actually have 36 kids playing um in the summer league we have 16 on our JV and we have 20 on the varsity and our varsity we run as a split squad um but you're right the club travel kids um that are playing sticks or hitters or GRB or whatever they're playing with 
um, still do that. Um, but this gives us a chance to develop those kids that maybe don't want to play club or can play club for whatever the reasons are, um, or maybe they're doing football stuff in the summer, basketball stuff in the summer, and now they can complement baseball, but they really couldn't commit to maybe the travel club ball. So me as a head coach, what I'm most excited about what, what we have going here um, with David Casey and Jim is um, the opportunity to really develop all of our kids and not just our high-end, really elite baseball players. Hey, what did Mrs. Montez feel about all this? <laughs> I'm wondering what – I'm sure she was just thrilled that you were going to go another two months of baseball. Yes. Uh, my wife, Karen, is uh, – she's like, you're going to do this for free? And uh, <laughs> I said yes. And then, I mean, she's always supported me and everything I, I do with baseball. And, um, yeah, that was – a conversation we had but she she understood that this is really about developing a program and the way we're doing it is i mean we're um it's our juniors through our freshmen kids that were in our program um our seniors that graduate they kind of move on um the one little exception that i'm doing is if we have any seniors that are going to play college baseball i know those college coaches want them to be in baseball shape come fall and um we're giving those kids an opportunity to play but if if they're not, then the seniors graduate, and we're really using it as a developmental league to really work with kids, um, and it's been great. Um, I can't say enough about the league because we're really, as a staff, committed to doing this, so it's not just me. Um, I have six other coaches that were either our head JV1, head JV2 coaches, um, assistants. They've all bought in, and we just kind of work together. Like, I try to coach as much as possible. I coach both the JV and the varsity. Um, if we have a game on the same night, like tonight we did, um, I had two other coaches with the JV and there was a coach with me and we're getting a lot of work done and we're getting a chance to really work and develop kids. Hey David, if, uh, if there's a poster child for how you wanted the summer baseball league of Wisconsin to work, Chad Montez would be the guy, right? I think Chad pretty much makes our lives as easy as, as possible coming from a coach to the league, yeah. And you know what, and Chad, I said some pretty good things about you early in the show because during, during the baseball show that I do here, um, it's hard sometimes to get baseball guys to return my call or come in studio or, or even know that I'm doing this kind of thing. And you've always been really kind because at your heart, you know, you, you just you want to promote baseball. You, you love the sport, and you, you want the kids from Waukesha West to have the best experience that they can have. So I appreciate what you do for the show, and it doesn't surprise me that that David and Jim would do would say the same. Well, thank you. It's it's awesome. I love I love baseball. I do, and I love high school baseball because it's it's where you can impact the most lives. Obviously, it's college baseball, professional baseball is awesome, but. I always think about like one of my mentors, Coach Tricky, who I know you know very well, big sure. time, and that is, um, you know, we're affecting lives. And I find high school baseball, I, I can do that. It's just not about the baseball; it's about the relationships I have with the kids. And yeah, we're trying to win and get better and compete, but it comes down to those relationships and impacting their lives, and they're hopefully better husbands, fathers, and you know, productive members in the community as they go on past high school. We're talking to Chad Montez. He's the head baseball coach at Waukesha West. David? 
And and one thing I will say too about Chad is um, Chad was one of the first guys I went and spoke to about this league. Um, and Chad said, um, I think his response to me was that he was interested, but he wasn't ready to commit yet. And he needed to talk to his program, his families, his players, and do his due diligence. And um, I think because he's done his due diligence so well, that's why he's had a better result getting players involved than he thought. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's really a testament to him on really kind of covering his bases. Well, and, you know, here's a question, too, that, that I think maybe some people are wondering. Chad, does the WIAA have any issues with this? Um, none that I'm aware of. Um, I haven't had any personal conversations with them, but um, just like you know, football and basketball have their summer contact. Um, this is our opportunity to have summer contact, and you know, if we're we're doing things that we're supposed to do and following you know the rules and expectations that we're supposed to follow, um, I don't see how there could be any issues with it. Yeah, and I, I had initial conversations with the WIA. Um, to make sure, obviously, we don't want any schools getting in trouble for anything with, right. with what we're doing. So, um, you know, the basic the basic rules are um, once school is out of session, every coach and every sport can have unlimited contact with their players aside from football. And um, once we heard that, it was, okay, let's run and go do this thing. And, um, you know, I when, think— When did the league start? It started, obviously, after— June third was the first official day games could happen, but again they had you know for us one of our rules is one you have to be eliminated from your spring season right and two you have to be done with school because otherwise you're um, in violation right. of the WIA so that's smart <clears throat> yeah and then what we did on our end is we um, with that like autonomy that we could handle our own scheduling um, I didn't schedule games until after our school was done. So we didn't start playing games till June, the week of June 10th um, was our first games. And, um, yeah, it's been great. Another nice thing is it's Monday through Thursday, um, and it allows kids to work in the summer to do other sports. And, you know, at West we have it where it's set up that um, we just communicate. And if I'm gone on vacation this week as a player, someone fills in, and we have it set up like, so if you're gone, a catcher calls a catcher, an infielder calls an infielder, outfielder. So you don't have like, you know, an outfielder replacing a catcher on a team, and um, it's worked for us. Um, obviously, you have to be organized and communicate that information to your players to make sure they're doing it the way you want. But if you do it, um, it's been successful for us, and um, I'm hoping that uh, we can build and continue to add teams to the league and keep getting it better. I think one other thing to to point out too about Chad is right away Jim and I and Gary knew we couldn't do this on our own, so we needed to make a board uh, of uh, coaches and and people within the baseball world that could really help us. And Chad's been one of those guys that's been at every board meeting we set up. He's given us the input, the feedback, the ways we can improve, um, and just been a vital member of that board. That's really that's really going to help us um, kind of propel this thing going forward too. Yeah. That didn't, that didn't surprise me that he uh, he's done that. Hey, Chad, I, we really appreciate your time here tonight uh, today, this afternoon, excuse me. And, and certainly appreciate 
uh, the fact that you're fully invested in, in this summer baseball league of Wisconsin. I know that David and Jim um, are extremely pleased that that you're involved in this thing, and and uh, it's only going to make that Waukesha West baseball program stronger. And I congratulate you on that. Have a great summer, man. You know, it's going to be baseball here for a little bit longer, but then you probably get a chance to to have some vacation time. Hey, real, real quick, do you guys, when you schedule games, are they night games, day games? Well, how do you guys do that? Yeah, good question. Um, for our players, because a lot of them like to work during the day or they have other obligations. So all of our home games are at 6 p.m. Um, and a lot of the teams we play um, – are playing kind of late afternoon, evening games. I think the earliest game we have is like a 4 p.m., but uh, some 5, 5.30s. But they're evening games, which is nice because then you get parents that come to games too, and we've had a good support of our families out there too. That's excellent. Chad Montez, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. We're going to get to a break. This is the new Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin show brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the new Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin show brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGivern alongside David Casey and Jim Clark. You can learn more about this league, SBLW, Summer Baseball League Wisconsin, SBLWBaseball.com. So, boys, we, you know, it's been a really good show, and I appreciate you guys coming in studio. And I think we've done a good job of talking about what next year is going to be like and the bumps in the road that you've had this year. I don't think that you guys would – I think you guys would agree. We haven't done enough to highlight, promote, and celebrate some of the good things that have been going on in this league for year one. Um, David, when you look back at this thing and, and how it started and, and the things going on, what are some of the things you're most happy with on what's been happening with this league? Um, I'm super, I'm, I'm just proud a lot about a lot of the things we've done as far as being able to get 40 coaches, you know, 28, 29 high school programs to buy into this concept that we started with less than a year ago, I think is number one and the biggest thing. And the, and the second biggest thing is, you know, I've run a couple businesses and done some things like that. And this is no different. It's, you know, trying to provide leadership among the league between the coaches and, um, you know, we're learning along the way. So, um, but I'm proud of what we've been able to provide so far. Hey, Jim, um, I'm going to ask you the same question. Um, you know, we talked and, and you had a laugh that first segment about, look, you're right. We had a couple of bumps, but now that this thing is going, um, what are you most proud of with this? I think the biggest thing I'm most proud of, you, you sit and you look at the standings and stuff like that and the league as a whole seems very competitive. There's no one team. We don't seem to have like lopsided divisions. Literally first to last is like three games difference. And you can't ask for much better baseball than that, really. No, I, I agree. Hey, how long does the league go? What uh, It goes till when and then tournament time after that? It will go the last July 22nd is the last week we have baseball. Uh, JV level plays that week, I believe. Varsity will end the week before that. And then that week of the 22nd, we hold our end-of-the-season tournament. Hey, David, can I ask you this? Um, when if, if, if one team plays 
30 games, or what's the most they can play? I'm sorry. Is it's it? unlimited, right? Okay. So one team plays 35 games, and another team plays 15 games. And the team that pay, plays 15 is 13-2. and two. And the team that plays 35 games is, you know, th- I don't know, 25-10. and 10. How do you figure out who's going to the playoffs? Um, so a couple things. Um, the the win percentage is going to be um, what's the tiebreaker. But also we're going to look at divisional record as a pretty important factor there. So they can only do – they have to play a home and away versus every division opponent. So we'll look at that as um, as part of – you know, to put everyone back on an even playing field. Do you think there will be any people um, complaining about that at the end if some team that only plays – you know, a handful of games gets in the playoffs compared to a team that's really bought in and played a lot? I don't know. Maybe people will be complaining. We, but I think the way we set it up and the way we put it from the start is if you play a home and an away versus every divisional opponent, you qualify for the playoffs. So um, the more games you play, and I think a lot of the coaches are looking at it this way too, is, you know, if we're able to play more games, it's better for my program. It's better for my players. If you know, if we go out and win the championship, that's great. We want our players to be competitive and go try to win ball games. But at the end of the day, you know, we want to develop. You heard Chad talk about it, right? You want him to develop his program, and that's kind of, I think, top of the totem pole here for most of the coaches. Yeah, I I agree with that. I I do, and I love the fact that you know when I ask you guys what what's been going well, and and there's a lot going well with with this thing now. You know, I I'm sure that. You know, a week prior to this league officially kicking off, you had some sleepless nights and some phone calls from people going, "Look, I'm not, I'm, I can't get on, I, I can't get on the website, I can't get you this, I can't." But now that that part of it's over, and at the end of the year, are, are you going to sit down and talk to these coaches? Or are you going to send out a questionnaire to them? Are, do you have some plans for kind of exit interviews on this thing? Well, we plan on having a. Uh, all the coaches together and basically having a end of the year, how did we do kind of thing of that nature, not only for our, us to get feedback, but for us to show our appreciation for them being part of the first year um, and allowing us to actually have this league. To add on to, I think um, just as importantly is we want to show appreciation to our umpires and we want their feedback. You know, we want we want to learn as much as we can, and we want to show our appreciation as much as we can. So, yeah, I mean, we'll have some, um, we'll have a coach's dinner or a coach's um, meeting at the end of the year. Talk to all the guys. We'll lean heavily on our uh, board that we've put together. Who, who's on that board, by the way? There's um, there's guys from different. So Gary Kalkoff's on it as the umpire um, coordinator. Guy named Craig Larson, who has experience running the state league and some Land O'Lake stuff, we felt it was important to have someone with experience, someone we could lean on, running leagues before, and then a number of co- a coach from each division, each varsity division. Smart. Um, so you know, guys that we think are in positions to help us grow going forward. Hey, speaking of those other leagues, you you know, back in the day, David, I don't know if you played Land O'Lakes, you played County Major, and. And all that, but there were skipper leagues in county minor and county major. Can are those still around? Land O'Lakes is around, and um, I think the Rock has cut into 
they do a ton of adult leagues at the Rock. Right. I think they've cut into some of what Land Lakes has done in the past. Um, but yeah, Land Lakes is Le- Legion Ball. Yeah, so that's another. That's a good topic to talk about. We have one Legion program in our in our league, mm-hmm. um, and we hope to gain more going forward. Because Legion baseball throughout the state, other than Southeast Wisconsin, is huge. Huge. It's huge. And I think people here don't understand the strength behind Legion ball outside of this area. But it is, I mean, this is kind of what you're trying to do is put together a Legion type league. I mean, these, these guys throughout, they, 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 they play in spring and then they stick together and then they'll have guys that had played, you know, might be a year removed from high school, get a chance to come back and play on that Legion team. Yeah, so we have a Heartland Legion, the whole their program in it. So they have three teams in our league, one at the JV division, I think two in the varsity. What, what, where are they from? Uh, two in the JV, one in the varsity. Uh, they're from Heartland Arrowhead. Okay. Um, and um, I think there are some heart, there are some Legion teams out there, kind of looking in to see a hey, how is this working out for them. You know, there isn't a Legion League really around here. The closest one is Beaver Dam. Right. Yeah, and and then all of a sudden these guys, if they want to play more, they're traveling quite a bit. Right. Man, they're traveling really far. But if if uh, if you can get some of those those Legion teams, would you consider year two or maybe year three, then expanding? You know, into the, the into the valley. You know, into Appleton, Green Bay, Oshkosh, Fond du Lac. Would you consider going? you know, west into the Madison area or south, you know, down to Kenosha? Yeah, so, I mean, you look at our footprint right now, just this first year, we are Kenosha up to Port Washington and, you know, all over the lake over to Heartland, right? So it's a pretty solid footprint for sure. the first year. We can do a much better job getting those teams from down south. Um, in, um, you know, we have Burlington, Kenosha, Elkhorn. We have some of those those teams, but – there's a lot of of teams down there that we can that we can get on board, you know. But it's all about what experience are the what's the word of mouth going to be, right? And and would you consider doing you know a West Division if again if teams from you know West of Arrowhead wanted to come in and now you're looking at Jefferson and Lake Mills and and those schools if they wanted to come in would you then put together a whole different division for them? It wouldn't necessarily put together a whole different division, but the more teams you have in a certain area, the more baseball you're going to get. Our goal is to have divisions throughout the state. I mean, and I know north of here is going to be difficult, but where we are right now, we've we're just tapping in. We haven't even opened up the can yet. Look, it's and you guys know this in in basketball. Like uh, last year, we're in the Brookfield Central Basketball League at Martin Luther. And Kimberly was in it. Kimberly came down. And the year before, I think Jefferson was in it and they came down. Because, look, they wanted to play against some other teams. And they didn't care how far they had to come. They are willing to make that two-hour drive to get a couple of games, good, solid games in, and 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 kind of get that exposure. So I think you guys are onto something. I, I really do. I think this is really going to be something that um, we'll be talking five years from now, the three of us. And uh, we'll be laughing about, hey, look, do you remember in year one when this happened, to year one when that happened? Um, I'm really proud of you, David. You, you had this idea, and uh, and you certainly got got it done. Um, Jim Clark, it's good to meet you. 
I, I really appreciate your time coming in today. And David Casey, well done on the Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin. Uh, you can go to sblwbaseball.com. It's good to see you guys. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Appreciate you having us. And first of many shows here, hopefully. First yeah. of many shows. Hey, Jim, we'll see you again for sure. Uh, make sure next time you know exactly what high school your boy goes to. Yeah. This is the new Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin show. Brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.